In these winter months, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. We'll get a review of Carnival Imagination this week. We'll also check in with Sherry Kennedy in just a few seconds with Cruise News. Don't forget to check out our Cruise Radio Facebook group at Cruise Radio News. Also, our River Cruise show, River Cruise Radio, that can be found at rivercruiseradio.net or however you're listening to this, just search it on there. Before we get to Sherry, I do want to apologize. I sent out an, yeah, an email blast last week. It had a typo and poor sentence structure in the subject line, and uh, I do apologize. I'm only human, and hopefully it won't ever happen again. All right, Sherry Kennedy has cruise news. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Doug. So Carnival Breeze is going into dry dock, uh, what, next month in April? What is she going to get? Yeah, April 16th, the ship is going to head over to Freeport for a dry dock period, and there's there's some changes, not a whole lot, but one major one will be uh, Fat Jimmy's Seaside Barbecue is going to be replaced with Guy's Pig and Anchor. And the Plaza Bar at Ocean Plaza is being replaced with the Alchemy Bar because everyone likes that. And then uh, some of the public spaces are going to get a do-over, new carpet, some soft goods like draperies and things. And they're going to replace broken tiles and improve okay. on the lighting. So this is, this is the first dry dock that Carnival Breeze has had. It is, as yeah. far as I know. Yeah, sure, because she came out in, uh, yeah. what, spring of 2012. They do the dry docks like every five years or so, so... Cool. So Alchemy Bar and the barbecue place is turning into a guy's pig and anchor then, right? That's it. Awesome. That's it exactly. Cool. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Carnival Elation. Actually, that's our hometown ship right here in Jacksonville. Uh, she just scored a 100% on a recent health inspection. Now, what do they look for in these health inspections? Well, it's funny. You know, I, I asked uh, on a kitchen tour, a galley tour once, I asked what happens when you, you know, that you wouldn't pass. And the chef was saying that if you have a broken tile in the galley, you will get marked down for that. So they look for things, oh gosh, like um, they evaluate the areas where there's food handling going on, where there's preparation and storage, galley cleanliness, which would cover this tile because they figure there could be bacteria in the crack of the tile. They also check the pool water supplies. They check the, uh, the whirlpools, things that people have contact with where bacteria can grow. So this this is this goes beyond the kitchen. It does go beyond yeah. the kitchen. Yes. Interesting. So uh, yeah, congrats to Carnival Elation. I think uh, Holland America's Koningsdam also just scored a 100. So uh, props there. Princess Cruises has a sale where they are prepaying your gratuities. Now we see this as an ongoing promotion with Norwegian Cruise Line all the time. Is this kind of the same thing? It's in the same concept. And actually, I think I did. You you probably received this too. Holland America is going to start. Yeah, yeah, today actually. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep. So this is part of Princess Cruise's comeback new sale. Um, And basically it runs from now until May 2nd. The promo offers guests, you know, on specific sailings. It's not across the board, but they're going to have gratuities paid for them depending on the stateroom category and just for the first and second guests in a room. Um, Passengers booked in the suite can either receive a La Therapy Hydrolift facial or a 50-minute Swedish massage free of charge. 
And finally, guest booking flights via Princess is easier. I don't know if people still do that much anymore, but if they do, they can receive discounts up to $300, which may make it seem a little more appealing. Yeah, in Holland America, they have this pretty much the same kind of sale. It's called Ready, Set, Sale, I believe. And yes. they're offering up to like $100 for an interior stateroom, up to 500 for a suite. But they're also giving you prepaid gratuities. And mm-hmm. if you book a suite, like a $100 internet package, I think I read. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're really, everyone's going all out now. Because I think, you know, as we were just talking, when wave season ends, they still need to keep the momentum going through mm-hmm. the summer when bookings start to slow down. So be on the lookout for some new offers coming around the pike. Royal Caribbean detailed their 2018 itineraries. Anything sticking out? Well, we've got the new Symphony of the Seas, which will be sailing during the summer in Barcelona. That's a lot of S's. Mm -hmm. But uh, they'll be doing Western uh, Mediterranean cruises. One thing that does stand out, though, there is a new port that they're going to be going to in Northern Europe. It is Holyhead Hmm. in Wales. So it's on the island of Anglesey. Or maybe they probably say Anglesey. I'm not sure. Someone will let us know. But uh, yeah, they're going to uh, also revisit destinations that they haven't been to in a while, mostly in Norway, which would be Flam and Mold and Skolden in Norway. And they're going to go back to Iceland also. So there's uh, a lot of uh, new ports, new destinations that are being rekindled. Um, especially in Northern Europe, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, because a, a lot, like what, a couple in the past, we'll say five years or so, we haven't seen much action in Europe, especially Northern Europe. Yeah, it's been a little bit slow. Um, I haven't seen anything major for the Baltic states uh, coming up. And again, this is for 2018. Right. And they want to get that booked and have some money in their coffers uh, moving forward. But uh, we may see some new sales coming up too, I think, because... You know, the way things are, not everybody wants to go to Europe, but, you know, dollar for dollar, this is the best time to go. Yeah, what do you what do you think about that? Like, with, do you think we're going to start seeing more deployments in the Med and in Northern Europe? Or do you think ships or in the companies are still playing it safe and are going to keep their ships close to the Caribbean? In my opinion, I don't yeah. think we're going to see more ships heading over there. In 18, I think, uh, you know, just what's set right now, um, I think we'll see more, maybe Panama Canal. Of course, mm-hmm. ships will be staying longer in the Caribbean, and Alaska's going to see a new surge, too, coming yeah. up. So lots happening. Uh, last but not least, Celebrity Cruises is bringing the cruise experience to a city near you. Now, this is kind of unique. It is. You know, get the semi-trailer going. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, we got us a convoy, right? Right. Um, yeah, they're getting their uh, show on the road again, and it's going to be an interesting thing. It's called the Leading Edge Mobile Cinema, and it's going to make 48 stops across the country over 12 weeks, starting uh, next week, actually, and running through June 30th. Um, what they're going to do is gonna, you're going to walk inside a semi, basically, that has 91 seats built into it with a high-definition screen, and they'll, it'll be a 15-minute experience where... Uh, they're going to show you the newest class of ship, which is in, in like a decade, the Edge class. So guests will be treated to some popcorn and beverages. They'll have a chance to win a giveaway with Celebrity and uh, watch a 15-minute movie. So it's kind of interesting. Um, if you want to get more information on it, it's written down. Well, you put yeah. it in your show yeah, notes, Yeah, I'll put it in the course. show notes because it's actually yeah, it's kicking off this weekend uh, at the Sonoma International Film Festival. It looks like it's going to California for a while and then going through Texas. 
uh, yeah. Florida, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, New York. We'll also link to this in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. But it'll be wrapping up, or as far as the website says right here, on June 20th in Oakville, Ontario. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, Toronto Wine and Spirits Festival mm-hmm. on Sugar Beach. I guess that's about it then, Sherry. I think that's it for this week. Been talking with Sherry Kennedy from CruiseMaven.com. Thanks, Sherry. Bye. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at CruiseRadio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Sherry Griffiths from Cruise Tips TV is on the line with us right now. She just returned from a four-night sailing aboard Carnival's Imagination just underwent Funship 2.0 with the guy's burger joint, the alchemy bar, and all the fun stuff. Hello, Sherry. Hey, Doug. Thanks for having me back. You're fresh off the boat, huh? I'm fresh off the boat. <laughs> I'm still rocking over here. I, <laughs> I don't bet. know. You... My, I still have my sea legs. Yeah, yeah. You just got back from this four-night sailing at a long beach. Uh, so we're going to get to the newly enhanced Carnival Imagination in just a couple of minutes here. But uh, before we do that, let's take a step back and uh, give me your pre-cruise thoughts. What made you want to sail this four-night sailing out of Long Beach aboard Carnival Imagination? We wanted to check out and film the 2.0 enhancements. You know, we sail on the Miracle, but that ship has kind of the semi 2.0. So we wanted to check out Guy's Burgers and see what they'd, what they'd done with this ship. And also, we love Catalina Island. And considering the fact that it's kind of costly to get to Catalina from the L.A. area, cruising is a really good way to visit the island for the day. So we gave it a go. And while we don't normally gravitate towards the shorter cruises, we thought Four Nights was a really good economical, happy medium way to check this sucker out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, was this your first Guy's Burger joint? It was. What'd you think? It was exceptionally good. Yeah. I'm not a big burger eater, so I want when I eat a burger, I want it to be tasty, but it totally blew me away. You know how sometimes when you eat a burger, you get like a little chunk of fat or something, mm-hmm. and it kind of ruins it for you? It was absolutely perfect. I loved it, and I'm I'm totally sold. Yeah, a big fan. You just got to watch out. If you eat a lot of them, they'll creep up on you really fast. From your lips oh. to your hips, they say. From your lips to your hips. I stuck with one. I stuck with one on embarkation day, and then I didn't go back. But that was partially because there were other things I wanted to just try out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, uh, you embarked out of Long Beach. So how was the embarkation process uh, at a Long Beach for you? 
it was smooth. We were on the ship by noon after a big wedding party. Couldn't have asked for a better embarkation. From curb to ship, how long would you say that was? Curb to ship, probably an hour and a half because we got there too early. Uh, gotcha. uh, if, if we had arrived at a reasonable time, it probably would have been 15 minutes. Oh, not bad. Um, okay, so you make your way on board Carnival Imagination. What were your first impressions of her? When you first walk on the ship, there's just music everywhere. This ship has so much energy. The cruise director, whose name is Donkey, you may have met him over in the Caribbean, (laughs) he is a lot of fun, and he immediately gets everybody excited. You can feel the party vibes right when you get on board. Very nice. Now, uh, you make your way to your stateroom. So what kind of stateroom did you have, and what did you think of it? We had a standard triple ocean view near the back of the ship on deck six, which is, I believe, the upper deck. It had an upper bunk for our little guy. Super quiet location, really big closets, and a pretty large shower as they go. So, you know, the room's showing a little bit of wear, but we were happy with it for what we paid. Very nice. So uh, let's talk about dining aboard Carnival Imagination. Of course, with the Fun Ship 2.0 came the Guy's Burger Joint, also come the Blue Iguana Cantina. And of course, you have the Lido Deck area in the main dining room. So let's start with the Lido Deck. Uh, what were your thoughts about the food inside the Lido Deck buffet area? Delicious. Loved the new venues. And the best thing about, I think, the you know the whole renovation concept on the ship was that the new food venues make the buffet inside feel less crowded. So you, mm-hmm. know, you have people kind of being distributed out to the Blue Iguana and to Guy's Burgers out on the pool deck. So the lines moved really fast and you just didn't feel the crowds as much. Now, we know that you loved Guy's Burger Joint. What do you think of Blue Iguana Cantina? It was good. It wasn't excellent. I had a fish taco one day, which was good. And I had a breakfast burrito, which was pretty good. The only thing I don't like about Blue Iguana is that they use um, flour tortillas instead of corn. And being a California girl, I like my tacos authentic. And I think it would have been better with corn tortillas, but that's a silly little thing. (laughs) (laughs) The main dining room, what time dining did you have? We had any time dining and we got really lucky. We were in the pride dining room and ate there all four nights. We never had to wait, but we were getting there kind of, you know, right around six or seven, which is the safe time. As we were leaving every night, we did see the lines get longer and saw people being given those little pagers, but it was always after seven, seven thirty. Gotcha. What was your favorite meal served in the main dining room? Oh, my favorite meal was an appetizer and it was the calamari on the first night. I wish that they had it every night. It was so good. They serve it with some kind of a lemon garlic aioli and a little marinara. And my mouth is watering just thinking about it. So good. Are you much of a escargot person? No, I no. know you are. I yeah. can't handle this. I can't handle the slime, Doug. I can't handle okay. the slime. Fine, fine, fine. You get a pass. Uh, very <laughs> nice. Well, let's uh, switch gears here and uh, talk about the entertainment. And uh, I will go ahead and say that with this being a shorter sailing, I'm sure people watching could have been entertainment enough for you as well. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> All kinds of fun on board this itinerary. What did you think about the entertainment and the uh, like the productions and around the ship? It was good. We saw Epic Rock on the formal night and it was really entertaining. It's not too long. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, if you have a short attention span, this is one to hit. They played everything from Led Zeppelin to Queen and the vocalists were really talented. We didn't go to Hasbro, the game show or Divas just because, like you said, you know, it's a short itinerary, so much to do. But Epic Rock was fun. I thought it was great. And it's a little bit of a departure from the usual, a little bit more edgy. I think it probably appeals a little bit more to a younger crowd. I'm just curious about this because this is a fantasy class ship, so it's uh, kind of old. I know with Carnival's newer refurbs, they're kind of taking away the miles of neon lighting and the pastel colors. Uh, did this? Did the ship seem any more muted, or did it seem like the same design and all that inside as far as the colors go, the the rope lighting and all that? 
with the exception of the atrium, which is still total neon flashy all the way up, mm-hmm. the ship definitely feels a little bit more modern and a little bit more subdued. Like, for okay. example, the alchemy bar has those nice muted colors and it it looks good. Same thing with guys and the blue iguana. It brings the pool deck to a totally different level. Yeah. I, I can see that for sure. Now, one thing that really defines a cruise ship is how it behaves during sea days as far as passenger flow, both inside and outside of the ship. So how was sea days for you on board? We had one sea day. It was the last day of the cruise. Mm-hmm. And there were three areas that got a little hairy. Not like, you know, hairy chess contest hairy, <laughs> but they got a little crazy. The photo gallery was actually one of the places that got crowded. Um, the buffet was jam-packed. And the pools. Now, the pools are, are generally packed on sea days, but I think part of what happened with this one is that it was unseasonably warm. We were having a heat wave, so it was really the best place to be. And there's only, you know, one pool on this on the ship, so we were expecting it to feel kind of jammed. What ports did you hit on this four-night sailing, and uh, which one was your favorite? We visited Catalina Island and Ensenada. And in all fairness, we did not get off the ship in Ensenada, so Catalina was our favorite. Catalina. Now, that, that's actually off the coast of California, right? It is. Just a little over 20 miles off the coast, but it really feels like you're a world away. It's a great place. Yeah. So wh- why does it feel like that? I think because there are very few cars. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not uninhabited. There are people living there. There's hotels. There's there's commerce. But the water sort of takes on this incredible Mediterranean blue that's a little bit of a different tinge in the coast of California. And, you know, you can snorkel right off the beach when you get off of the ship. And it's just um, it just has this very calm Mediterranean feel to it. So I just learned that Catalina Island was part of California, like probably the past few months. So I had no clue it was even part of the U.S. So I'm a moron. <laughs> Doug, we, I know, we I know. need to get you out to California, I know, man. I've never been, but I, I want to ask you, uh, is it a tender port or a docking port? It is a tender port, okay. but it's a nice it's a nice tender port because they bring these giant boats in from L.A. And so they tender people off the ship by the hundreds. Now, it takes a little longer to tender because you're you know, you're you're getting everybody on the the tender takes a little bit longer, but they're open air. So you oh, don't cool. have that kind of exhaust filled tender experience. Nice. So uh, you had your fun day at sea. Then you make your way back to Long Beach. Uh, how was the disembarkation process for you? It was smooth. On this ship, they call the self-assist carry-off, and you kind of get off by deck. Now, we had faster to the fun, but a 7.15 a.m. disembarkation call felt a little too early to us. So we waited until the carry-off for our deck, which was scheduled for 9 a.m., but turned out to be about 8.15. Mm-hmm. And from ship to car was like 10 to 15 minutes. It was one of the best disembarkations we've ever had. You mentioned faster to the fun. For the price, would you do it again? Absolutely. I love getting on the ship as quickly as possible. And when you have a tender port, you can't beat the priority tendering. I think it makes a big difference, too, especially if you board the ship early, that your stateroom's ready for you to go into as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, totally. So looking back over your cruise, do you have any first time tips for anybody who's considering sailing either a Carnival Imagination or doing a short Mexican cruise out of Long Beach? I do. I think it's important to remember that in California, September and October are still great months for this itinerary. It's reasonably priced, but the weather is still warm. So it's, it's a good time to cruise. Also, the pools on this ship are really quiet after embarkation and a nice place to kind of get your vacation going. So if you want to beeline for something other than 
the buffet, go give the pools a try. Mm -hmm. Another thing with this ship, and I know you know this feeling, but you definitely want to check out the ship map before you head to the dining rooms because they have that crazy no through access block that is so uncomfortable. And we really saw some discomfort with people on night one. Thankfully, they had some staff directing traffic and helping people, but just be prepared for that and give a little bit of um, extra time. Now, for us too, we were kind of interested in finding some quieter places on the ship during certain times. And there's a couple of tips that I have for people that want a little more quiet space. And one of them is this cool seating area right outside the buffet, the horizon at the back of the ship outdoors. Mm -hmm. It's an awesome place to escape with your guy's burger or, you know, to watch the sunrise with your coffee. And it's really quiet and peaceful and beautiful. Same actually with the observation areas in front of the ship, which is a great place all the way up at the very top of the ship, kind of by the golf course. It's deserted up there and an awesome place to hang out during the week or to watch Sail Away. It's a wonderful thing to do. You know, you're giving away all the secrets now. (laughs) I know. I shouldn't do that. (laughs) It's like on on Carnival Sunshine, deck six and seven. No one's ever there. And then you talk about it and people get upset because they're like, you're giving away our secret. That's our favorite place to go now. People are going to go. That's so funny. Looking back over your cruise, what was the biggest highlight for you? We rented a boat in Catalina, a little 15 horsepower motorboat for 60 bucks an hour and went about six miles up the coast of the island, took a dip in the ocean, gave our little son a boating lesson and had the time of our lives. It was so much fun. I highly recommend it for someone who's comfortable piloting their own boat. It's a good deal. They prorate the time for you. If you, um, you know, if you come back a little bit late, they just charge you by the 15 minutes. We had the time of our lives. Oh, cool. Did you do that like researching and then seeing what you're going to do? Or was an excursion offered through the cruise ship? I did it on my own. I saw somebody with a little video on Instagram and said, Hey, what is this? I didn't know you could rent a boat. And he gave me the information and we just walked right up to the rent a boat place on the green pier. You can't miss it. There's only one pier and there's only one rent a boat place. And they had one available and we jumped on. Nice. Uh, Final thoughts of Carnival Imagination. The enhancements add a lot to this ship and they really do help out with the passenger flow. I think this is a great getaway cruise for people who are looking for a lively trip with lots of dancing, lots of music. It's really good for all ages, but we did notice that this crowd was on the younger side. Interestingly enough, lots of babies and toddlers as well, and they were loving the water park at the back of the ship. They have little teeny tiny slides for babies, which is awesome if you have a little tiny kid. But um, big groups do really well on the ship, weddings, bachelorette parties, things like that. There's always something going on, live music everywhere, lots of poolside activities. It's a great, great fun, high energy trip. We've been talking with Sherry Griffiths from CruiseTipsTV.com. You mentioned earlier you were shooting some videos on there. Are those videos posted now? They're starting to be posted. We're doing daily vlogs of this trip for the first time. So you can see what we did every day of the trip, either on our YouTube channel or our website. Nice. And you can check it out at CruiseTipsTV.com. We'll also link to it in the show notes at CruiseRadio.net. We've been talking with Sherry Griffiths. Sherry, thank you so much for giving your review to us and have a great evening. Thanks, Doug. You too. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker from my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. 
How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.